just know you're not alone Cause I'm gonna make this place your News Radio 840 WHAS. Good Sunday morning. Bob Sekoler and the Louisville Real Estate Show here with you until the top of the hour. Hope it's a good Sunday morning to start. With us today, Randy Rocky, who is one of the head guys over at Swan Financial. They really do a great job when it comes to getting you pre-approved and to the closing table. And you can reach Randy and his group at 645-0736. A really good guy. Also here, another dear friend, Lee Harris, she's a legal counsel over at Limestone Title and Escrow. And as Randy gets you pre-approved and your loan in position to close, Lee and everybody over at Limestone do a great job of actually closing the loan and getting you on your way into your new house on that day or days to come. You can reach Lee and everyone over at Limestone at 649-7964. And if you are thinking of selling and or buying Now is the time. I can tell you from personal experience, phones are ringing. You want to get on the market in the next week or two if you're thinking about this selling season. Don't wait until June. Do it now. Call me, and I'll come out. It's free for an estimate to give you an idea of what needs to be done. I don't care. I'm not going to charge you. If we put you on the market, that's a different story. Then we have our normal commissions. But just know our goal is to help you any which way. And You can reach me to talk to me on the phone or in person. 376-5483 376-5483 is my direct cell phone number. That's 502-376-5483. All right, we get to the questions. We are doing our Zoom show, which means if you want to see a rebroadcast of the show, you can go to louisvilleanswers.com. We're recording it, and then it goes up on the on the YouTube, and you can get to that YouTube channel by going to louisvilleanswers.com. And then you can send me an email, bob at com, And by doing that, you can, in the subject line, radio question, and in the actual email, give me your question. That's what Olivia did, and she's asking Lee this question. Olivia writes, she has a real problem. She moved here. She purchased her current home before actually moving here. And once having moved here, got married. Then within a few months of the marriage, It turned into a real problem where there was domestic violence involved with her new husband. She filed for divorce, but also still wants to sell her house. You following me on this? I know it's a little complicated, but this is real life stuff. Uh, She can't sell, though, because she needs her husband or soon to be ex-husband's signature to sign. Am I right, Lee? Yes. So uh, in Kentucky, we have... some laws that most states have gotten rid of, but it's called dower and courtesy laws. It's dower is a woman's right in a husband's property and courtesy is a husband's right in a woman's in a wife's property. So uh, once you get married, your spouse has a dower and courtesy rights in the property and they would have to sign off on the title, sign off on the deed in order to pass good title to a new buyer. So if someone is getting a divorce, their process of getting divorced, and maybe it's it's contentious or there's been domestic violence and you don't want to deal with that person, it's going to be hard uh, to get that rolling because that other person is going to have to sign off on the title in order to pass the title on to the next buyer. Uh, sometimes you do it through attorneys. So, uh, once the divorce is final, that down courtesy is is over so she can sell without his say-so because it was her property apparently. But right now, she's going to have to deal with him in some way. And so, so yeah. either there's through the divorce court or waiting until the divorce is final. So if there's a divorce decree which names her the sole owner of the house, she can sell. She still has to get he, – he still has – until they get divorced, he still has yeah. dower and 
courtesy interest, but uh, they the court can order him to sign and can say, yes, this this is a good good deal. So you need to sign this and, and pass title onto the buyer. Got it. And to if she wants to list to sell, does he have to sign just to list or just to close? He doesn't have to sign the listing or the contract because he's not on title. But to get the spouse that's being contentious in on the deal from as early as you can is the best way to do it because otherwise they can just say, I don't, I didn't agree to that price. I didn't agree to sign anything. I'm not, I'm not coming to closing. So you don't want everybody to go through all these steps of listing and marketing and getting a contract and negotiating, going through inspections. And then you get down to closing and the other guy says that I'm out. So if you can get them on, on board, that's great, Yeah. but you might have to get them on board through their, through their legal counsel. And for the help for the listing agent, whoever gets the listing, do they need to disclose that there could be some sort of marital dispute no, right? That that's no. That's 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 basically considered confidential information. That because that could affect their bargaining position. Somebody right. might come in and say, "Oh, she's in a bad spot, so I'm going to low low bomb my offer on her." Yeah. yeah. All right. Good. Like, hopefully that helps, Olivia. We move on over to Randy Rocky. Summer sent us this email. She says, "I'm a veteran shopping for a mortgage, and I want to use my VA home loan benefits." By the way, Summer, thank you for your service. But some lenders have said they don't offer VA loans. Can they do that? Do lenders, can they say they don't do VA loans? Yeah, say uh, you can say you don't do conventional loans. Uh, There are banks that don't do VA and conventional, only do in-house loans. Uh, There are lenders that do the same, yes. So you can be in a situation where you do not do VA loans. Speaking on behalf of all of our veterans, doesn't that smack of some sort of, um, I mean, shouldn't they be, supporting our vets and offering VA loans. It's discrimination oh, I, I, in my mind. Absolutely. And, and the other thing is in uh, NMLS number uh, 26362, right? We offer our VA, we're usually about a point to point and a half better, Bob. Oh. We have oh. taken that position to help our veterans. We're at a 5.375 30-year fixed right now, APR 5.49, because of exactly what you said. They they, they served our country and we, we believe in our veterans. So yes, yeah. I, yeah. I can't disagree with your statement there. I'm with you 100%. By the way, we talk all the time about reviews, and I'm really proud of the reviews that we're getting, and we, we get a lot of them. You can go to louisvillezillow.com or louisvillegoogle.com. That will take you to a redirect for our actual reviews on those sites. And if you want to see what sellers are saying about us, go to louisvillesellerstalk.com. We go back over to Lee Harris uh, over at Limestone. So this one comes from Ann, who sent us an email. She said she was a uh, it just moved into Prospect. A condo is what she bought, and she accidentally, Lee, left her garage door open at night. Okay? The next thing she knows, there's a warning, some sort of warning from the police in her garage on her car from the Prospect police saying that she left her garage door open and it needs to be closed. And she's wondering if she does it again, could they arrest her and put her in some sort of open garage door jail? I mean, what, what's going on in <laughs> That's Prospect? crowded. That's yeah. a very crowded. Cr- yeah. <laughs> uh, wow. Um, that's a new one on me. I was thinking you were going to say the HOA has a rule that all right. the, that all the yeah. garage doors have to be closed. I don't know, for, for vermin or for garbage or for safety reasons. I don't know. But I can't imagine that's against the law to have your uh, uh, garage door open. So I would say she won't get arrested. Maybe if there is some law in prospect that says you have to have your garage door closed that, that she could get a, a, a smack on the wrist like a fine but 
Yeah, I I would suspect somehow the HOA was in on that one because HOAs have a lot of weird rules. She thought prospect police, and we respect our police. I do know they have some very strict regulations for open house signage. I think you have to put it up the same day, a couple hours before, and take it down immediately afterwards. So I know prospect has some some key items, and they they are entitled to do whatever they people in prospect want them to do, obviously, but. I, I was just wondering whether this was a real thing or who knows. Someone was pulling <laughs> at, least, at least sincerely, are you are you allowed to eat it like your front door? If you wanted to leave it open all night because you wanted air to flow through, could you do that legally or are you not allowed to? Do I would that think legally? I would think being a, uh, an American, you could leave your front door. But if you want to. <laughs> OK, I'm just asking. But I would say check with if you're living in prospect, check with the police because. <laughs> yeah. There right. might be some sort of regulation if the garage <laughs> door can't be left up. Maybe That's the exactly front door point. can't be left up. <laughs> okay. All right. We move on. Randy, this one's for you. Uh, in this next email, Jeffrey is asking, why is title insurance premium on the loan estimate and closing disclosure that he received different from the premium listed on the paperwork he received from the title insurance company. He says, am I being charged more? You follow that? So apparently there's two sets of yeah. premiums. Yeah. Explain, I, I, explain I, that a little bit too. Well, um, I feel like it's bait and switch, to be quite blunt with you. I, I, I think it's terrible, and it happens all the time where people charge more than um, what, what they put on uh, the loan estimate, and we just do not do that as a company. And it's very easy to do. We call Lee. We call uh, – or not call. We email him. Hey, here's the address. What, what are the title premium? I mean, Lee, your company easily handles that for us, and we get accurate information to our our client once we have a uh, Bob, like, for example, if we have somebody under contract. So yeah. the reason that I feel like it's happening is uh, it's a very competitive market, and and uh, a lot of times people do things that are, that are, in my opinion, unethical. So that's why I think that their charges are higher. So and just to recap, so apparently what happened, Jeffrey – received an estimate so right. he based everything on the estimate but then when the actual paperwork at closing came about it was higher now Randy, correct me if i'm wrong here if it was insurance because you may shop at an insurance company and they the loan officer may give you a quote based on what the going average is for that area of town but if you are shopping to your own insurance carrier and maybe their rates are higher so that could be a higher than the are the, well, you talking about homeowners insurance or you homeowners talking? insurance yeah homeowners oh insurance. i'm sorry it was this a homeowners insurance no no type? you were right on no this this oh, was okay. no i no, was just I, extrapolating I, it out to a homeowner this was um oh, okay insurance I, absolutely premium. yeah yeah yes so on title insurance title you insurance right get, you could get that covered but you are correct on homeowners absolutely we estimate that especially with all the claims going on i understand homeowners insurance is going up uh quite drastically um so we do give an estimate on that and we make that very clear also property tax ah, you know because that could happen to, yeah yeah absolutely yes we we give it at 1.4 in louisville for example so if it's a three hundred thousand dollar house yeah. 4200 to about about 12 but anyways i won't give yeah. you too much of that look but, at him do the but, math in his head look at that <laughs> but, but um sunday but, morning wow okay but what, what yeah. with that being said yes homeowners could be a problem and we've had that issue we try to get as close as we can to an estimate for their total payment but All we right. let them know hey call your uh your insurance carrier quickly this one this one actually goes i think to both you guys lee let's let you, let you start first this email comes in from ronald he says does my mortgage servicer have to help me avoid foreclosure 
So we're going to give you a moment on that one. And Lee, your thoughts on it? They don't have to do anything, right? Well, the process, if if you're a certain amount of time late and you get a notice to say that we're going to start the foreclosure proceeding, they are going to give that the, the banks are, you know, lenders, mortgage companies are are in the business of of making loans. They don't really want to own these houses. So they're going to give that person every opportunity, a loan modification, uh, a deed in lieu of foreclosure, a uh, short sale. They're going to try to put out a, to that person a lot of information about how you can either save your home and, and get a new payment or or avoid foreclosure because it's very expensive and time consuming for everyone. And then the, the lender usually ends up with a property they didn't want. So um, the, the law does require them to give the yeah, borrower the their information. options. Yes, right. But Randy, they don't have to help you avoid foreclosure, correct? Randy, you got... No, you know. uh, they. I don't think they have to. I, yeah. I think they have to obviously do the, the proper proceedings to put you in foreclosure, certified letters and things of that nature, but no. Got it. We're uh, we're going to take a break. Just an FYI for everybody that uh, if you're thinking of selling, we have a free no-obligation booklet. It has hundreds of useful tips on helping you to sell and what the process is. If you want a copy, again, free of charge, no obligation, send me an email, bob at com, and put selling tips in the subject line. Coming up when we come back from the break, why you should always take a picture of your stove before you leave for vacation we'll be talking about vacation over the next couple of weeks because there are different aspects of it but we'll tell you about that with us we've got randy rocky swan financial you can reach randy and his team to help you apply for a mortgage and get you to the closing table you can reach randy at 6450736 also lee harris who's legal counsel to limestone title and escrow company by the way she's former uh, attorney for the kentucky real estate commission so she knows her stuff and i will tell you that lee is always available to all of us as agents if you need help she is there to help you here's the phone number 649-7964 and if you're thinking of selling i am the hopefully the guy you might want to think about talking to we can do it for you get you on the market get you a price and get you sold on your timeline if you're thinking of selling this year or next year free no obligation consultation it's easy call me 376-5483 i actually do answer my phone in fact just after the show last sunday my phone rang and we've got an appointment set so you can reach me 376-5483 that's bob or go to bobsellslouisville.com bobsellslouisville.com and just start filling out the information we're back in a moment on news radio 840 whas Want to buy a home but are afraid of interest rates being quoted? Swan Financial Home Loans can help you. Here's Randy Rocky. We know buyers want to purchase and we can help you with your interest rate. Swan has a 5-1 arm that can put your interest rate in the 5% range. Want another option? There's a 2-1 buy down where you have two points off the first year and one point off of the second year and then you go back to the normal interest rate. Certain restrictions may apply. Don't be afraid of today's interest rates. Swan Financial can help you. Call 645-0736 NMLS 26362-2473. This is Lee Harris, owner and attorney at Limestone Title and Escrow here in Louisville, Kentucky. We are an experienced team of processors and attorneys who will be happy to help you with your closing needs. We are known for our flexible closing times. We're open to nights and weekends, whatever suits you or your clients. We can help you provide a smooth and quick closing and help with difficult situations based upon our history of expertise and experience in closings. Call us anytime at 502-632-2277. You probably don't think you spend much time in your home's nasty crawl space, but you really do. That moldy air passes right through your floors and into your family's living area, causing allergies and more. 
Let Aqualock remove the mold and debris, disinfect your crawl space, and install an airtight barrier, giving you back a healthy home environment with clean, fresh air. It'll even pay for itself in 10 years with utility savings, and your floors will feel warmer in the winter. Call Aqualock today for your free inspection. 495-9450. In today's real estate market, you want someone you can trust in the driver's seat. In Louisville, that's Bob and Greg Sokola. Bob and son Greg have helped thousands of families just like yours turn challenges into solutions. They can give you a guaranteed sale of a custom marketing system to get your home sold on your timeline and for the most money, and they have an instant cash offer program. You deserve the best there is. Bob and Greg, go to WeSellLouisville.com. You'll be glad you did. News Radio 840 WHAS, Bob Sekoler, the Louisville Real Estate Show. We're here with you till the top of the hour, still with us, and we're thankful for that. Lee Harris, Legal Counsel, Limestone Title and Escrow. They do a great job of closing the loan. You can pick the attorney you want to close your loan, and they're a great group. And by the way, make sure you taste some of their cookies, because those are fabulous. You can reach Lee at 649-7964. Also, if you're thinking about applying for a mortgage, you want to get a great rate, then the guy to go see or talk to is Randy Rocky and his team over at Swan Financial, 6450736. And if you're thinking of selling, I can help you. And if you're buying, we can help you. You can reach me anytime. I've got a team of some 10 agents ready to jump and help you get to the house you want to buy. And if you're thinking of selling, then that's my job. And you can call me anytime, even after the show, anytime, day or night. 376-5483. Again, Bob Sekolder, 502-376-5483. Randy, this question's from Adam. He's wondering uh, if about his loan officer said that he needed to express my intent to proceed in order for my mortgage loan application to move forward. He's wondering, and maybe a lot of people are wondering, what does need to express his intent to proceed mean have you ever heard that term before and what is it yeah uh uh-huh. yeah so you okay. just uh, intent to proceed with the mortgage again uh, uh you're allowed up to until you after you close on a until you close on a purchase uh to uh go to another loan officer and another mortgage company but it just shows an intent that hey we're looking to proceed with with uh this application with this mortgage with this company at the, this point but again it is very consumer protected so you're allowed to uh not be on a intent to proceed at any time during the whole uh process all the way up to closing until you sign on the dotted line do you do a like a Boy Scout salute when you say I my intent to proceed? Is there some sort of formal signal? No, or no, I, uh, I think that I think we'll ask our loan officers to start doing that at our next meeting. Boy Scout, sure. yeah, this is what yeah. Bob, Bob Sekolder said to do. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Having been a former Boy Scout, I can tell you that there. Okay, we move on. Uh, Lee, this is for you. John has a bizarre problem, and by the way, in just a minute, we'll talk about uh, why you need to take a picture of your stove uh, before you leave for vacation. Uh, John has a bizarre problem. He says a piece of land across the street from his house is on the market with a real estate agent. That agent is actually using John's house at the street address because apparently there's no physical street address on the vacant land across the street. And John says the real estate agent says there are he's following proper guidelines. And he's wondering, is that really true? Using his address to promote a property across the street? I would doubt that's following proper guidelines. No, because... (laughs) 
yeah. license law, which governs how you you know promote a property, says that you have to have the address and you have to have the consent of the owner. So it clearly could look to the public like he's got his house for sale versus the vacant lot across the street. So perhaps they could use some kind of a marker or some kind of a you know vacant land on such and such a road on the left or something like that. But I don't think it's fair to put uh, someone else's address uh, as the property address. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, and John, uh, here's a tip that I would tell you to do. Look at the str- the sign that's out there, the uh, the brokerage sign. Call the brokerage, talk to the broker. Brokers are here to help. And if you get the broker's ear, which I'm sure you will, because that's what they do, uh, I'm sure he'll take care of that for for you. And since you obviously already talked to the agent, and that may not have worked out to what you're looking for. Interesting questions today, by the it way. It is. We got yeah. some great questions. I <laughs> yeah. know. Now, here's an inter- interesting topic. So uh, who's taking vacation over the next couple of months? I think if we all raise our hands, yeah, I think everyone's going to take uh, take a vacation. So, you know, all of us are going to be, but it can be stressful, right? You're in the car, you're driving, or you're at the airport getting ready to board a plane, and you say, oh, did I leave the stove on? Did I turn it off or something else? Well, uh, these are problems that we all face. So how do you overcome it? So here's the tip for today. Take pictures of the key items i'm going to give you a quick list here but the stove is one of them take a picture of the stove dials right before you leave so you know when you get to the airport or whenever it comes up you go oh, i took a picture and yes they're all off. right isn't that great also here's some other things take a picture of the locked back door and front door the closed garage door after you pull your car out obviously if For you're sure. gonna if you have appliances that you want to unplug Unplug and take the picture. It's all going to allow you peace of mind. And what will end up happening is you'll have a better vacation. So take those do tips. You guys, yep. Do you guys turn the water off when you leave? So sometimes. I would I sometimes too. And I think, you know, there's some things that automatically will stop the water if you if it does leak. Right. But uh, if no one's going to be in the house and you know where the the main shutoff the valve shutoff is. is. Like, I know exactly where mine is. I got a tag on it. And I know a lot of the uh, inspection companies will actually put a tag. I think Brett, home mm-hmm. team and Brett. Right. right. They put a tag so you know where the, the shutoff is. Shut it off. And then take a picture I, of it being off. Right? I yeah. agree. Yeah. I, I shut off my water when I leave. There's no yeah. doubt. Because uh, there's so yeah. many stories that people could happen. Oh, flooded. I know. I know. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. hopefully that'll help you folks uh, take pictures. And uh, Randy brings up a good point. Uh, turning off if you know where the main water supply is easily accessible if you have a basement or whatever it uh, will you'll feel peace of mind when you're on vacation knowing nothing's going to go wrong don't turn the power off because no. you, you need the air conditioning in the summertime <laughs> to keep the house and i would tell you to keep it at 75 you don't really want to go too much higher and any lower you're just cooling the house for the 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 whatever's out there inside of it so <laughs> let's go back to the um the phone calls here or in this case emails uh, Lee Axel has his home on the market, watching his video camera, wondering why the agent that was showing the property and the buyer brought a dog to the showing. He says he's not happy and he's wondering what to do about it. So the buyer well, brings a dog. Yeah. Okay. So buyers out there, unless you have a service animal that is registered and legitimate and you have to have your animal with you at a showing or anywhere else that you go, that if it's just a pet and you're just out for a stroll and you want to, hey, let's go uh, jump jump in the car and go see this house and take our pet with us, that's a no-no. Don't do that. That's your, not your home. And there can be all kinds of repercussions with that, such as somebody might have allergies. You know, when the seller gets home, there may be something that's right. been destroyed. Uh, but there certainly is fair housing for dis- disability uh, that allows people to be with a service animal. But if it's not a service animal, 
that's not appropriate to to uh, invade someone else's space that way. And and while we're talking about the uh, this uh, camera watching this guy with the with the dog, um, Axel, uh, let me just point out to everybody who's listening and who may be looking at homes. When you go into a home, presume that you're being videotaped. And Lee, it is legal for one party to know. So in this case, the homeowner knows it's being yes. legal. So it's legal, right? So that's right. okay. Yes. Yes. But more and more people are not only videotaping, but they're listening to your comments as you walk through. So a tip for all our potential buyers is if you're going to say something, write it down. And so they can see your partner or agent can see it or wait till you get outside and then discuss it away from the front door. Because all of our homes, a lot of us have the either ring or nest doorbells that record as well. And the, the sellers are listening to hear what comments you're making, which may be good if you're if you're making comments like, oh, they need to change this carpeting or do this. But if you're saying something like, I'm, I love this house, I'll, I don't care what I pay. Well, that's going to be a problem yeah. in terms of negotiation. So just take that as a tip. Ronnie is shopping for a new home and he sent us this email. He says, my loan officer, Randy says that I can't apply for a mortgage loan and receive a loan estimate until, until, he says, I provide a copy of a signed purchase contract. Is that the case? Do you have to have a signed purchase contract to go forward? Uh, if you're wanting a... Hmm. So you can get a loan estimate and without any type of purchase contract or any purchase at all. So if they right. want to... If they want to say, "Hey, I'm looking at a 400,000 range now," didn't want at 450, which we do. So no, I, I I'm just making sure I'm very. No, I don't think deliberate, right? Yeah, no, yes. but but if he wants to apply for a mortgage, he should still be able to apply for a mortgage even if he doesn't have an address. Or am I wrong about that? Oh, absolutely, you can apply for a mortgage. Yes, yes, and 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 get a loan estimate. <laughs> Yes, it, on the and and I do that for some of your clients, Bob. Yeah, I know you do. Estimate, they want to break it down, and right. I totally understand. I would. I mean, you know, this is kind of the biggest purchase of their life, or the big, you know, the biggest asset they'll have. So, yes, yep. uh, to answer your question, yes, you can do both. So, Ronnie, here's the answer: time to switch loan officers and <laughs> companies, and I'll give you Randy's number, and he'll take good care of you if you're feeling like you want to make that switch. If uh, you want to see this radio show in person. It really is. It works. Go to LouisvilleAnswers.com. That's a redirect to our YouTube channel, LouisvilleAnswers.com. And if you want to sign up for our free monthly video and updates, go to WeSellLouisville.tv. That's WeSellLouisville.tv. All right. Let's go back uh, to, I think we got time for one more question here. Rich is a homeowner, and just recently the land next to his house was sold, Lee, and a house has started to be constructed on the land. So he's got some building going on. Rick believes that the home is either on his property or two feet away from his property line. In either case, he's wondering, what are his options? What should he do immediately? Lee? Well, definitely, if he has a survey that he needs to go to the people that are his new neighbors and show them the survey and say, well, you might want to stop what you're doing because this shows that you're either on my property or you're in the setback, uh, which you can't build there. So if they could stop it early, that'd be a good thing. If once the house is built, it's obviously very hard to knock yeah. it down. Um, there's a lot of encroachments and things like that all over the state, all over the country. Um, but if you can nip it in the bud, that would be the best thing to do. If that doesn't happen or if they say, no, we're not we're not going to stop, then at some point he's probably going to want some kind of an easement or some kind of payment for that uh, encroachment. 
And um, that's certainly a legitimate thing to ask too, because they're actually, you know, taking part of his, his land. Yeah. Okay, so, what, if, what if he decides not to have the encroachment? Uh, they said we're not paying for the encroachment. And they go, well, we're going to go to court and they win. Do they have to literally cut that part of the house out? I mean, is <laughs> I mean, technically, yes. But depending on what the encroachment is, I mean, if it's a flower bed, courts might say, yeah, you move your flower bed. If it's a if it's a pool or a house or a garage or something like that, they're probably not going to say that. They're probably going to go more towards money damages. Uh, you know, but there's always a there's always a way to have an equitable or legal remedy if somebody is violating your property rights. Good. I think that sums it up. Yeah, because you're in you're in trouble. You want to get to that problem as soon as possible. Before. Yes. But, and even then, that if the house is already under construction, they've already poured. They've done a lot of stuff that may or may that's going to have to take them either to yeah. court or get some sort of easement and pay for it. We are out of time. Uh, incidentally, on our show next week, we talked about taking pictures of items like your stove and turning off your water, right? Next week, 13, 13 things you have to do before you leave on vacation. We round it out a little bit more. So I know everyone's got vacations on their mind, so we'll help you to get ready for that. Our thanks to our good friends who stayed with us throughout this half hour. Randy Rocky, Swan Financial, they do a great job of getting you pre-approved into the closing table. Six four five zero seven three six. Lee Harris over at Legal Counsel for Limestone Title and Escrow. You can pick the attorney, the closing attorney that you want, and Lee and her team do a great job. And she does the closings and does a lot of Randy's closing. You can reach her at six four nine seven nine six four. And if you're thinking of selling, I'm here to help you. If you're thinking of buying, we've got a team that will help you. My direct cell phone number, and I'll come out free consultation. We can do it by Zoom, by phone, however you'd like. 376-5483 is my direct cell phone number, or go to bobsellslouisville.com. That's bobsellslouisville.com. Out of time, see you next Sunday on News Radio 840 WHAS.